It's snacking and get cracking with a snack that packs a protein punch. Pistachios are known for their protein power, fiber, and better for you unsaturated fats for a combination that may help you keep feeling fuller longer. Wonderful Pistachios is a good source of protein with zero gill. Each one ounce serving has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. I love that they come in a variety of sizes and flavors, making this the perfect protein snack for any on-the-go adventure. Check out wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more about how these little green wonders can power up your day. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Welcome back, everyone, to the Flowtrack Podcast. I am Kevin Sully. He is Gordon Mack. I am recording live from Gordon's downstairs due to some technical issues. We're throwing it back to the Olympic trials days. Gordon, when I was downstairs at your house, you were upstairs. I'm in front of your fabled wall of fame here. Those people who are watching on YouTube can see pictures of great track and field moments. First of all, I just want to say thank you for accommodating me. Not only have you given me a space, but you've given me a a computer, which was the key part to making this this podcast go. So thank you for welcoming in me into your downstairs studio. I appreciate that. And I think the first people are going to ask is like, hold on. If you're <laughs> in my house, right mm-hmm. below me, right? why don't we just sit next to each other and do the podcast? Why don't we do that? You don't, you don't want to sit next to me and do a podcast? I think the two shot is key. I think that's what Got people it. love. I think that's... They're used to a certain rhythm. I am too. I think if I ever sat next to you, it would just feel weird at this point because we've done, I mean, you and I alone, we're probably what, over 300 episodes now? I know Lincoln was in there for a lot of them and there's been some solo episodes along the way, but we're used to this way. I think I think we just got to stick with it. But uh, I mean, trials and stuff, world championships will have to be in the same spot, I think. Maybe, possibly, Maybe. I don't know. Maybe you'll be in Maybe your we'll dorm put room. Our, we'll put our we'll put our laptops like facing each other, like we're playing Battleship. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We're just in the podcast, looking at a, uh, a camera. That'll be fun. Yeah. So on today's pod, we're gonna do uh, guess my PR. We're gonna read YouTube comments. We'll talk about the USATF Distance Classic. Christian Noble going pro before D two Nationals. World Athletics trotted out the mascot for Eugene twenty twenty two. Uh, but first, we got to do a little fact check here because someone sent this to us. It's a article on Yahoo that includes the following sentence. According to FlowTrack, Richardson, or Furnish Richardson, has topped her 2021 jaw-dropping 100-meter time running the distance in just 10.3 seconds. <laughs> now, <laughs> let's back up a little bit here. So according to FlowTrack, so this was us, and it links to a video talking about the Justin Gatlin video where he claimed that she had run 10-3 when he was on a different podcast. So we're multiple levels deep in here. Just want to clarify for the record, we have never reported such thing. We were just commenting on Gatlin making the comment. And I think both you and I expressed healthy skepticism that that was the same as a legal, fully automatic time from blocks, 10.3 second, 100. Yeah. But it's great when you hear, when you see non-track people write articles about track and just casually saying, yeah, it's totally normal that someone ran 10.3. Like, uh, clearly 10.3 in practice is not 100% 10.3. But, you know, hey, 
I never been aggregated before in a weird way. Mm -hmm. Now I know how Bill Simmons and Ryan Rosillo feel. You know, mm -hmm. I'm not reporting. I'm just contemplating. But speaking of Richardson, she's back on Twitter. Mm -hmm. She said, "Y'all looking for me?" I would say we are. Are we looking for her? I think we are looking for her because we. She last time I checked, she's still a track and field athlete, right? And mm -hmm. last time I checked, the track and field season is currently happening. Mm -hmm. Last time I checked, track and field athletes participate in track and field during track and field season. So I put those three things together. Not seeing Shakira Richardson is a question. Yeah, I want to see her run. I want to see her run. I think a lot of people want to see her run. I, move, I keep moving the goalposts, though. I said beginning of May, and then during the beginning of May pod, I said Prefontaine Classic. Prefontaine Classic is definitely the point when I would say, hey, She's going to run. That's when we'd see her. Have they, have they released the pre-classic women's 100 or 200 fields yet? I think, they've, I I think they're waiting on that one. Obviously, the men's 100 attracted a lot of attention, and they've put out a lot of the other fields. But that would be the, the point when I think we would – for sure, for sure. I'm serious this time. No more moving the goalposts at that point. Do you think she's – all right, here we go. Odds or percent chance. What's the percent chance Sha'Carri Richardson runs – in 2022 any race runs at usa's in 2022 i'm still optimistic so what's the percent i'll chance? say 70 70 percent chance she runs at usa's i'm going too with too low that's high i'm mm -hmm. going with like a 20 percent chance oh wow i'm on the other side the direction all right we're flip-flops I wanted to run. I think every doesn't everybody want. Well, yeah, to run? I wanted to run. I mean, if, even I the people who, even the people who are root against her, they I think they want to see her out there at this point. I mean, one of the most exciting athletes in the sport. And after what happened last year, I think everybody wants to see her back out there if she's ready to go and wants to do it. So, um, yeah, I think my number would definitely change in two weeks if we don't see her at pre, because pre's type field too where. Even if they've announced the field, they obviously can sub people in with the Nike athlete. They can obviously get that done. So fingers crossed, if she wants to run, I'd like to see her out there. Um, we got a couple other stories I want to get to, though, before we go. I really just, man, I'm excited about Guess My PR. I got to be honest, Gordon, Wednesdays are turning into Guess My PR days. And it's not like we can prep for it because, you know, Travis doesn't give us any intel ahead of time. So it's like taking a test where you don't know you have no study guide. There's no lecture notes available. So I'm, I'm a little nervous, but we'll do these next um, couple segments. Do you want to do Noble first? Do you want to do the, the mascot or USATF Distance Classic? Buck Garcia. Oh, sorry. See, run, I'm off with the rundown here. Elias Garcia. All right, we saw him early in the year. We, we did the deep dive into whether or not his 9-8 was a 9-8. Time eventually got nullified after getting put on the World Athletics website. He, went, he ran some 10 ones that were wind legal, and those matched up to what we thought was possible. Now he runs a 997. Now this one's wind, windy though, 2.4, but you see this video just completely dominating that field. That one looked like it was on fast forward. My goodness, was that 1.25x? Jeez, that was, that was quick. Um, and he posted the caption, legal coming soon. Legal coming soon. Only in track and field would we understand uh, what that means. But well, it could have think, it could have double meaning. It could have double meaning for him. I mean, because he has the most illegal mark of all time. The it's gone. It's gone. You I said know it's before, gone, but like that, he's like he's waiting for that that legal yeah, yeah. <laughs> crazy mark. But yeah, yeah. I mean, he's now run ten eleven, ten twenty three, ten oh seven. Now a 997. I know the 997 is windy, but it's not windy. It's not like a 5.0 wind. Right, he's, right. He's coming into form, and I think he could find a way to make a U.S. final, which would be incredible. To go from, like, kind of a joke of, like, what type of mark is this to, like, there's no way. To all of a sudden, ratcheting it down to being a sub-10 guy and finding a way to get lane 8 or 9 in Eugene, that would be incredible. So I hope he does. That'll be a wild story to go from viral, weird 100-meter race to yeah, yeah. making a U.S. final. 
Well, I remember we brought this up after the Mount Sac race because he ran really well there, but you know didn't run nine eight. And comparing him to a time that wasn't legit is just not fair. And he said, "Hey, you know, it wasn't my fault, and it wasn't his fault. He wasn't in charge of the time. He was running the race." But he did talk about how he had worked the meet last year, working at the meet, and then going from that to, to running that well in his section. You said, "Hey, this guy could be." I know you've you've upped the ante a bit to how he could be a finalist. But you said he could be a semifinalist before, and I thought, man, that be a, might be a little optimistic. But now I think that's possible for sure. And now he's putting in play. You're right. The the possibility, you know, outside chance at, at getting into the final, which you're right, would be a crazy story. Just because even if you go farther back and you look at his previous years, there was nothing, no results there that was indicating, hey, this guy's going to be that sub ten. But I'm guessing, yeah, the windy nine nine seven plus two point four feels a lot better than the nine eight. Where the time, you know, we didn't. The wind was legal, but we had no idea about the time. This, there's a lot more certainty to it, and it matches up with some of the other performances that he's that, that he's put out this year. So, what a voyage he's been on last two months. <laughs> it's been incredible. Wild times. Yeah, that's the name of his documentary, Wild Times. Probably, yeah, you know, because he's throwing down wild times in a wild time. Yeah. I'm, Wild yeah, Times Eli's Garcia story. Yeah, I see the N, the NT there from that meet at the beginning of uh, April. But yeah, since then, 10, 10 17, 10 11, 10 23, the 10 03, windy. But the 10 17 at Mount Sac, and then he got six in that final and he beat some guys. That's when you knew it was like, all right, obviously he's not a 9 8 guy, but there's a big difference between being a 9 8 guy and being a guy who can beat top level US competitors. And that's exactly where he's slotted in. So keep an eye on, on Mr. Garcia moving forward. All right, let's talk about let's talk about this mascot. Let's just go in order here. Ward Athletics announced the mascot for Eugene 2022. It's called Legend the Bigfoot. Now, these meets have mascots. I remember in Doha, they had followed the Falcon, who Coworker at the time, Lincoln was very into. He had his own training or his own dressing room. It was pretty interesting. And then Berlino, of course, the most famous one going back to 2009. But I don't know if the goal of these mascots is to be completely terrifying, to scare small children, but I think that might be the result. Like Legend, who's, you know, in this video strolling around the woods in Eugene, like he's nice and he's furry and he's got basketball shorts on and he's running around and that's all great. But then you look at his face and am I, am I the only one who's terrified here of this mascot, Jordan? Yes, you are the only one who's terrified of a, of a children's kind of looking mascot. Yes, you're the only one. <laughs> Scroll down on that thread though uh, and show what's up on the thread underneath this video. Just keep going. Like, it's, just put us up on just no, 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 not not the Instagram. Scroll on the thread and see people's reactions. So you got Berlin, then the people put in gritty. They think, <laughs> oh, it looks like gritty from, and then this one that looks like uh, some mascot hero, the hedgehog. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. Who else? There's some other funny ones out there, but yeah, and this one, this is <laughs> I like this one, <laughs> lamb chop or something like that. <laughs> um, but here's the thing, guys. What are we doing? First of all, mascots attract uh, World Athletics makes absolutely no sense because the purpose of a mascot is to cheer mm-hmm. for the, ma- the team that the mascot represents. So, and cheer against the team that the mascot doesn't represent. So who is this mascot cheering against? And who are they cheering for? Or are people like, is mm-hmm. it's like the go-to chant Let's go track and field. Like, what are we doing? Yeah. Like, why it's is there a mascot? for sports? Imagine if the NBA came out with a mascot and it was just like a big Adam Silver head-ish type looking <laughs> creature. Let's go NBA or like Roger Goodell. Let's go NFL. What, what are we doing? Why are we having a mascot for an event? Like mascots mm-hmm. are for teams, for Things you cheer for, not you don't cheer for. It's like this is definitely the meme of if you 
get into this mascot, it's like that Rob Lowe meme of the guy wearing the NFL hat, you know? Yeah, yeah, exactly. He's cheering cheering for the league. He's cheering for the league. Here's a quote from A.J. Galton, fan experience director, Oregon 22. After group deliberation, workshops, and feedback from focus groups, how would you like to be on a focus group for a World Athletics mascot, Gordon? One character stood above the rest with a clear vision for meeting each key deliverable identified. You know what would have been cool? What are the deliverables? The deliver what the deliver it, it, uh, it 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 well it says it down there in the in the story it says it uh, represents the region appeals to a wide audience unique and upholds the big and legendary monikers of the event. You know what they should have done for this focus group though? They what? should have had instead of just I'm guessing they just had pictures right slides. They should have had a mock up like a person in the suit for all of them and then they come in and then they do the presentation. Like legend should have had to stand in front of the group and answer questions. Like Shark about, Tank style. Yeah. Like, what's, who's your favorite in the Formula Hurdles? What would you do if Mondo breaks a world record? Stuff like that. Like, how many backflips can you do? Uh, yeah. Wind readings. What's your favorite? All sorts of questions like that. And like, how are you going to react when there's a false start? Are you going to, like, collapse on the uh, ground and be like, oh, not again? Like, you need your yeah. false start reaction. You need your chasing the... The, the javelin uh, race car, the little mm-hmm. go-kart thing. Yeah, that yeah. Travels a javelin back. We need you like chasing that around. Like we need to know what are your bits? Like what's your routine? What Give us a type five. That's what yeah, we, exactly. We so, and you don't think, you don't think this is going to scare children at all because it keeps talking about how the kids are going to love it. You don't think there's going to be any small children who are approached by this mascot. Are children scared of mascot? I don't think children. I mean, clowns. Them. Where are you at on clowns? Clowns are uh, in, I'm in Switzerland. I'm Switzerland on clowns. I don't. I don't okay. I'm not for. Depends on the context. Nighttime, stay away. Exactly. Morning, so that's fine. But look, but look at Legend's face. If Legend is coming up to you at Wild Duck afterwards, you're walking down an alley, and you see Legend's face. Uh, here's another quote. Only something so special, so unmissable, so iconic, and so big as the first World Athletic Championships on U.S. soil could lure legend into the public arena. Do you think we should, get le- we, should get, do, we should get legend on the podcast. That should be our goal. So over there. 100%. So here's the thing. You talked about mascots are there to cheer for and against. Should countries have mascots? And yes. as a follow-up, how cool would it be, say, for example, during the 10,000, you have 13 different mascots just around the outside of the track cheering, mocking, and celebrating during the race. Yeah, and then you'll see like alliances form between different mascots of different yeah, countries. Like, like the like Kenyan that. mascot and Ethiopian mascot will be like picking on the USA mascot, being like, you tired? You know, there'll be fun little ja- the yeah, Jamaican yeah. mascot versus USA. Like that's going to be a fun little thing. You definitely have like all the like – the, island countries and like the central america they'll like kind of form a coalition to go up against the usa mascot they'll be fun we need man that'll be yeah everyone gets one mascot and then we just have like you have like the mascot you have like the mascot big race that happens at the end of the of the week yes where like if your mascot wins it's like a it's like a a 400 or whatever yeah i like that i don't know if they can do a mile in a in a yeah, one four hundred meter run of all the mascots. Yeah, I think it's look. Everybody always says there needs to be more people at track meets, and I think this would help solve we need that. More mascots, we need more, more mascots. Not people. We need mascots. That's add a hundred more on there. All Hashtag right. grow the sport. Mascots. <laughs> this meets too big for just one mascot. There's too many yeah. medals at stake for there to be one. And unlikely rivalries would crop up. I remember a couple of years ago, Oregon's mascot and Utah's mascot like, went at each other during breaks, just full on, just yeah. violence. So you could you could get a lot of unexpected outcomes um, with multiple mascots. But you're right; we should get Legend um, to come on the pod or vid, you know video version because you know mascots don't talk, but. Do, do something with legend when we're there. I agree. Who would be the f- 
wrap it up. The funniest reveal. Say we uh, say we have the mascot come on the pod, and it's at the end of the yeah. end of the world athletics, and we're like, "Hey, man, take off the mask." And we're like, "No, no, no." He's like, "No, you just gotta do it. Just do it for the people." He takes it off. Who would be the one person inside the mask that you'd be like, "Oh my god!" And like, what would be the funniest person to be the mascot the whole time? Craig Angles. Craig Angles. I was thinking if it was like Carl Lewis, that would be funny. Ben mm. Or if it was Shakari. What if it's Shakari? What if Shakari's like, you guys trying to find me? I was the mascot the whole time. That's who it should be. Shikari I do want to see the legend. I want to know the. I want to know the tryout procedure. I think that's something we need to dig into too as we get close. Like, have they named? Is the person who was doing it in the video the person who's going to be doing it for? Eugene, or is there there... some side work, Kevin? Is that what's going on? Is there... <laughs> hey, I might know a guy. All right, let's keep going. Christian Noble, D2 star, D2 record holder, uh, signs with New Balance. And this is obviously interesting because the Division II season is not over yet. They have their national championship at the end of May, joining the group in Boston, coached by Mark Coogan and the timing, Gordon, I, I've been trying to figure this out. I've been scratching my head a lot because we've gone through a couple different phases here. We've gone through the traditional track athlete goes pro at the end of the season. Then a couple of years ago, we saw a few high-profile track athletes go pro in indoors. You're like, ah, that's in the middle of the season, but you know, outdoors is the focus. So if you look at it from that perspective, all right, strange, not crazy. Then we saw, was it earlier this season, correct? Wesley Kiptu goes pro in the middle to early portion of outdoors. And now we have this next phase, which is an athlete going pro with one meet basically left in the season. And I'm not sure, like from the athlete perspective, I get it. If someone's going to pay you to run, jump, throw, do it, take the money 10 times out of 10. I don't really get it from the perspective of the company that's signing the athlete. I could see it if the college season was overlapping a national championship or overlapping the Olympics or world championships, but I don't understand the shoe company's incentive to lock somebody up right now, unless they're worried that, Hey, this athlete's going to do something so crazy at their college championships that the price of them is going to go through the roof. But you've thought about this as well. What do you think the reasoning is behind this? And do you think we'll see more of it? Well, first of all, he mentioned in this Instagram post that he's only been focused on USA's this whole time. But I looked at his like NCAA championships. How many times do you think he's won an NCAA title individually? Three. He's won two, and both of them were indoors in 2021. He was mm-hmm. DQ'd indoors this year. He was... DNF outdoors last year twice. So he hasn't like, it's not like he's coming out like I've won every NCAA title that's I yeah. could have won. He's got like, records though. I need got a lot of the records. But he has all the records. That's yep. for sure. He has all the records. So it is kind of weird that like he just, I think maybe he doesn't care. Like, I, I don't know, but he said, he said in his post that his focus has always been um, USA's. But I think he might not just care about winning a D2 title because yeah, that's let's fine. be honest, that's like who who's going to challenge him in a D2 title? It's, I think someone like Abdi Hamid Nur would rather like go up against, you know, the, the best of the best at NCAA D1 and like that might feel more than Noble. I mean, Noble's going to beat everyone by like two seconds. So he's probably like, all right, this is a formality. Um, yeah. But I'm, I'm in my I'm best asking, shape. I'm in, I'm in my life. And I might as well take advantage of it. However, I get it from his perspective. Just, I'm saying from the other perspective, why would they need to sign him now? Why wouldn't you want to wait a little bit and have more options on who you could sign? Well, maybe they have like, they wanted to kind of pressure him to be like, take it or leave it. And it was a negotiation tactic. And it's like, this won't be the here. Uh, after NCAAs, because yeah. we're going to want to focus. But it was probably, a, it's, I'm a, it's kind of bullshit. But also, like, is are people, like, clamoring for the one New Balance K-1 
hit in the international 1500 at Prefontaine Classic? Well, that's what I was wondering. No, I was looking like, at which meets. Like, we, yeah, it, it does. D2 Nationals does overlap with Pre, and he's scheduled to run in Pre. But yeah, that's not the same as running USAs. That's not the same yeah. as running, obviously, in a, in a Diamond League, like main event Olympic. I mean, it's a Diamond League, but it's going to be the international mile. It's not Bowerman Mile. That, yeah, that's, that's the part where I get stuck on. I don't know. I'm sure there's a reason. It's weird. It kind of sucks, right? It's like, all right, what do we, why did you, what, why did you come back to, I mean, hey, some people just are different. Some people really love every opportunity to run an NSA championship. And some people, it's mm. okay. It's like, it's not the end of the world. I mean, he's already had the experience of winning an NCAA title, <clears throat> albeit he's never won an outdoor NCAA title, which is kind of weird. Yeah. He's the only one indoor, but I don't know. It's just it's kind of weird. He deserves it. For the fact, he deserves the contract. He's one of the best 1,500 yeah, meter the runners money. in no, the country, yeah, in the yeah, U.S. Like, he could, he could low-key make the team this year. He's run three, three, 336 flat. Like I said, the men's 1,500 is wide open. It's just yeah. Hawker is really the only known. Cooper Tears a maybe. Sancho is an unknown. Uh, Cooper Tears So you think that's what they're looking at, though? It. You know, that's what they're looking at. They're looking this far ahead and they're like, hey, we need to sign him now because if we wait until after D2 Nationals, another company might swoop in and try to get him before USA's. Do you think that's what the thought process is? Maybe. I'm sure. Yeah, I could see that. All right. I got two follow-ups on this. One, how excited is the number two seed in D2 to wake up to this news or just <laughs> log on to Instagram and be like, wait, what? Now? Are you serious? Pro? For real? I don't have to run against this guy? This is a gift? Oh my goodness. And so, two, do you think big up Aaron Al of Simon Fraser, who's run 339.9, basically four seconds slower than him. And there in the go. 5K, Isaac Harding, Grand Valley State, who's run 13.34, 10 seconds slower than Noble in the 5K. Mm -hmm. And the steeple, he's a steepler too, so who's also happy for the steeple perspective, um, yeah. Clement Dugo of Adam State, who's actually pretty good. But, yeah, now yeah. those guys are good, but it is great. it's great to not have the record holder in your, in your event if you can avoid it. Last point on this. So we've seen people go pro during indoors. We've seen people go pro at the beginning of outdoors. We've seen people go pro right before nationals outdoors. How far away are we from someone going pro after the first round of the NCAA championships? That'll be, that'll be like after prelims. Yeah. They go pro in the mix. Like, zone. See, yeah. Go pro in the mix zone. I'm doing it. How fast would you need to run? Would it be like <laughs> you're, you're in like the hundred and you run like nine, six and you're like, all right, guys, I'm not coming back for and say final. I just ran nine, six. All right. Pay me. Whoa. Right. I mean, like Grant Holloway could have gone pro after the first. It's not just that one prelim. It's the everything that comes before it. I'm just saying, who who would? Who'd be like, I'm not going to risk it. Don't want to risk it anymore. Yeah. I'm done. Well, I think the argument also is there's incentive for the shoe company to be able to sign the NCAA champion, not the eventual yeah. NCAA champion. So right. Christian Noble might be a little more. I mean, it is D two, so they probably look at it differently. Unfortunately. Hey, I'm not, I'm not for that. D3 athlete myself, respect D2, D3 athletes. Um, but you think a shoe company wants to be able to say, we just signed this NCA champion, not this NCA leading runner. Yeah, yeah. The only thought I have is that they thought there was going to be an immense competition for him after D2 Nationals to try to sign him, and they wanted to sign him now. And from his perspective, again, to reiterate, I get it. I understand why he would do it if someone's going to pay you to run. Take it, you know, don't wait. Sure thing. Go with it. I mean, it's from the company perspective is where it gets interesting. Some of those other decisions in the past, you're wondering it from the athlete side of things, but this one, I'm wondering it from the shoe company side of things. Okay, let's move on. Give me your best three minute preview, Gordon, of the USATF distance classic, which takes place on Thursday night. What are some events and athletes we should watch in this meet so they're they're only running the 815 steeple and 5k 
800's interesting because you got um, Isaiah Jewett, Charlie Hunter, Isaiah Harris, Saruni, Brandon McBride, Brandon Kidder. You got some Cooper Tears in that mix. And Colin Salmon, uh, who's run 148. So I'm excited to see how Salmon does against these pros. I'm not expecting Salmon to do anything crazy, but Salmon could go out there and run a 147, maybe flirt with the high school record. But I'm also more interested to see who from this U.S. list of the, the Jewetts, the Harrises, the um, mm -hmm. Kidders of this world, if they come out and throw down a good time to kind of add to the list of potential world championship qualifiers. Because right now, Clayton Murphy is the only true guy we know is probably going to make the team. And it's just mm. pretty much an unknown. Uh, Hopple? Also, I'm excited about the, the men's 15. Hawkers running, Colby Alexander, Henry Wynn, Hobbs Kessler, Giant Gregoric, Vincent Cietti. Uh, you can go on and on and on. Moa Med, Josh Thompson, Grijalva, Prakel. Big list, right? Yeah. This I'm excited because Hawker, you have Hawker, you know what he's going to do. But we need some of these fit U.S. 1,500-meter men to put together a fast time. We thought we might have that at the sound running meet. Turned out to be slow. They ran 338, 339. Can we get a 334-type race? We know they can do it because all of them have seat times in 334, 335 range. But no one's done it. The men's 1,500 is wide open outside of Hawker. Just kind of excited to see if there's another person who just puts it, goes out there, runs 334. We're like, all right. Mm -hmm. We know what you can do. And then I'm also kind of excited for Cooper Tier because he's entered in the 800, and then he's also entered in the 5,000. Now, why is he doing awesome. an 5K double? I don't know, but I do know this. That 5K, very weak field, and you get $2,000 for winning a race. So maybe Cooper's like, hey, I'm here to do an 800, but I'll – do a 5K, beat a Ben Flanagan or a Willie Fink, and just go home with an extra 2000 bucks. So Cooper Tier is probably the only one there who's, like, not here for, like, the competition or, like, get ready and prove mm -hmm. myself to make USAs. He's here like, oh, I can get, get $2,000 for running 12 and a half laps. What, what is that? 2000 divided by 12.5? That's 160 bucks a lap. Yeah, I'll do that. Would you run for hundred? Would you run a thirteen ten pace for one hundred sixty bucks? Yeah, I would, but that's not as it's not as impressive as those stats where it's like every second that LeBron James is on the court, he makes five hundred thousand dollars. <laughs> it's like yeah, a lap for one hundred twenty bucks. All right, I'm looking at the the women's side of things. Women's fifteen: Klosterhofen, Osiekin, Schlachterhofen, Emma Coburn is in there. Danny Jones as well that could be a good one to watch uh women's 800 uh you got four people listed with sub two uh pbs in sutherland green kelly and johnson lori barton is in there as well so th yeah this could be a this could be a pretty interesting meet heading into heading into the weekend and then we will have the we'll do the birmingham diamond league preview on Friday's pod. So for those of you who turned in looking for that, that's on Friday. So we have another day to wait on that. And the reason is because you know how diamond leagues are or every meet is with scratches. So there's nothing as a track and field podcaster, writer, there's nothing more frustrating. Potential mascot. Potential mascot. There's nothing more frustrating than doing a segment or writing a preview and then six hours later, realizing that the main focus of that preview or of that podcast has scratched. And it's probably happened to me, oh, I don't know, 40% of the time I do stuff. So if you wait longer, you can get more information about who's in there. And that's what we will do. So you've had that happen, right, Gordon? Not fun. Yeah. I just, I just don't post it then. I just like... I've done that. Yeah, yeah. I just, just delete mass amounts of my laptop away. Yeah, because listen, you could. I mean, I guess you could have a late injury scratch in an NFL game, but it's not as if the Cowboys just aren't going to show up on Sunday. There'll still be people wearing yeah. Cowboys jerseys, but you write about one. Well, no, the big thing is you're going to know a week out 
that the quarterback is questionable. So you, sure, there's no sure. injury report in track and field. Unfortunately. Yeah. All right. It's time. It is time for our new favorite segment. That's right. Guess my PR. Uh, Producer Colt is going to help us through this segment. Gordon, can you read uh, what we're supposed to read about Guess My PR, like how people can submit it, what they send it to, all that stuff like that? So to participate, you can leave a comment on YouTube. Or ideally, the best way to really get our attention is email the podcast, flowcheckpodcast at gmail.com. You message us and basically... Tell us your workouts, maybe send in a photo, a Strava screenshot, a video mm-hmm. might even help. And then um, kind of don't put the, put the PR kind of hidden at the bottom of the email. Don't put it in the first line. Uh, someone will <laughs> open it up and say in the headline that this is a guess my PR. Guess my PR. Yeah, yeah. We don't want to open the email accidentally and then ruin the whole por- purpose. So we have someone else yep. open it for us to make sure we're good. So, yeah. And then we'll guess it. All right, guys, you cool. ready? We have two yeah. submissions today. So first one, go two mystery for two. runner. Mystery, mystery runner. runner. That's what we're. So going we're guessing for. the eight hundred and the fifteen hundred for mystery runner. Okay, two distances that we did well last week. I'll say that we're we're better at the shorter stuff, but maybe that was a small sample size. We shall see. So how many workouts do we have from this runner? We oh. have um, three workouts. Okay. And then a couple of photos. So here's workout number one. All right. Workout number one, five times 1K at 317 with 90 seconds recovery. Okay. So this is over, I mean, kind of like an over distance workout. Yeah. Here's a photo from the workout. I don't know if this is going to be helpful at all. Well, so I would say that looks right about 317 pace if I had to guess. (laughs) Very good. Very good. All right. Let's keep going. Okay. Here's workout number two. Oof. Mile tempo in 520, three times 500, 300, and 200. Average was 128 for the 500, 50 for the 300, 31 for the 200, 60 seconds between reps. All right, Gordon, don't tell me what you're thinking, but how close are you to honing in on a guess? Uh, not close. I am not See here's okay. So he's so he's not off the back. So that's a that's a little hint. He's not struggling, right? He's able to stay with his teammates. Yeah, so that true, means true. He's gonna be in the range of. Well, we don't know what level this could be. Yeah, high school or college, know. division one, division type of three. It could be on Newberry Park, and if you're in the middle of the pack, there you're pretty good. All right, we got one more workout. All right, here's workout number three. Gordon is grasping right now. I think I might. Oh, my goodness. This is not helpful. Five-mile tempo at 6.03 pace. All right, so his 800 is going to be at least three faster than three minutes. Got that. Nailed that. All right. I think So we want to guess an 8 and a 15. Can you go to the cycle? We don't know age, right? That's that's cheating. Uh, Yeah, no age. I can cycle through the workouts again. Yeah, let's just do this one more time. Is that 1K one? 317. So that's, I mean, that's 310 pace is what, 1550? And that's so. 237, 800s. Yeah. Okay. So you're, you're narrowing it down. That's faster than 237. All right. Faster what's the next? Slower this than one is, 140.9. This, this one is the, this one's the most helpful. But then you got that 500 there, which is just tricky. So people in the chat, you can put some guesses in. I don't have mine open. Maybe Gordon does. All right. I'm, gonna, I'm not going right. to be able I'm to gonna... get the 15. I think, I'll get the, I think I'm going to get the 8. All right. I'm going to say 155. I was going to go slower. I was going to say 157. Okay. And then what do you have for the 1500? Four. Yeah, I'll go four flat. Three fifty nine 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 for me. Okay, man. So, all right, it's the same as me. All right, so yeah, one fifty seven four flat, and we're both you're, you're three fifty nine and one fifty five. All right, I'm one fifty five. All right, ready for the reveal? 
Here we go. Yeah. yeah. Not confident. Oh, oh wow. way off. I was close. I, I was thinking he can run faster. I know that. Two oh because so two oh four and four twenty six in the in the, the fifteen hundred. Clearly he hates the distance stuff because he can run fa- he can run faster. Yeah. He can break two. He can break two. That's gonna be an old PR. He'll break two in the next month. Wait, hold he should on be a, a one fifty nine guy. Yeah, hold on a second. So the fifteen hundred was four twenty six. So what's that? Four forty three mile pace. Yeah, he can run faster than that. That yeah, can, he's yeah. he's a eight hundred meter runner. Going yeah, he's going up and he doesn't like doing the fifteen. That's basically what I'm getting from that. You win that round. You win that round. I think I've noticed something about me because I'm such a kind soul. I think I'm guessing <laughs> well, faster. Yeah, well, and then I'm mad that I was off by I made that guy four minutes slower last week. So. <laughs> I, I course I was corrected. I say one fifty nine. Too far in the other direction. All right, next one. Here we go. Here we go. We're, we're, we'll, we'll call zero for one. Tristan, six hundred meter and a four meter hurdle. All right. I'm not feeling great about this. <laughs> All right. Here's workout number six, one. Six hundred. I have to guess a six hundred meter period. So a hundred in fourteen seconds. A two hundred and twenty nine. Three hundred forty eight. A four hundred sixty eight. A three hundred fifty one. 228 and 113 and the rest was you walked the amount that you ran so if you ran 100 you walked 100 so 14 29 48 68 51 28 13. that's a cool workout so carson warholm can do 400 hurdles in 45 and he ran 348 so he's slower than warholm <laughs> just going just using that to it's basically a marker here to know yeah okay is there another right. workout is that it there's uh, oh, three workouts and then a, a video for this one. So here's workout two. Ooh, video. video helps. Video. Number two, 200s, 31, 31, 29, 28, 29, 27. Okay, so this is, for me, this is helpful for the 600, but we don't have rest amounts on this, which makes it tricky. Do we have any info on the rest, Colt? Um, here is workout number three. No, 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 not the rest of the workouts. The I mean, rest? the amount of rest no. that he took. No, no okay. No, no, unfortunately, right. this is all we got. All right. Number Here's three, number then. Three. Yep. <laughs> okay. 200 meter. Okay. So he five ran hurdles at 70. over five hurdles at 70 to 90%. I love this. I love how far off we're going to be. All right. That's all, that's all we get to know? Wait, no times? That's it. That's it. That's, that's all I got. <laughs> just, he did a 70% effort. Oh, that's fair uh, enough. All right. Well, what that's, was seventy I mean, percent? That's some of the picture. We're painting the picture here, guys. You know what? The video is going to save us. Here's the video. Well, the video is probably the seventy percent. Is this the seventy percent? Okay. He's moving pretty good. Let's play that again. Let's play that one more time. Coming around a curve. He just came off one hurdle. So do you? Okay. So let's just start with the six hundred. Let's just start with the six hundred. Do you have a guess on the 600? I think he's run 130. Yeah, the thing that worries me about that, though, is he ran the 468 in that workout. That's what worries me. So I'll go, I'll go 135. 400 hurdles? And then 400 hurdle? Like, I think he's a two-flat 800-meter runner. I think everyone's a two flat 800 meter runner. That's like, I know. That's all. Well, we just had a 204. Uh, so, yeah, then he's probably run the hurdles. Say 59. Just give him that. 59 seconds in the hurdles. And then 130 in the 600. That's what I'm going with. Final answer. So, I'm going to go. I'm going to go. I'm going to go 135 in the six. I like your... See, now you're overcompensating. You're, like, making everyone slow. Well, no, it's... I'm wor- the 68 worries me, right? That's what, wor- that was what worries me in that. I mean, I'm the 200... If it's helpful. I don't know if this is helpful. Yeah, this is super helpful, too. <laughs> Five hurdles. <laughs> uh, 61. 61 for the 400 hurdles. And then I'm right. 135. Reveal. Reveal. Oh, I was right on the 459. 
and I said 130. I think I no, I guess you technically are closer because 135 is closer than 130 on that. But yeah, we're okay. Close. I'm giving us a win on this one. Uh, win. So Gordon thought you were a little faster. I thought you were a little slower, Tristan. But together, we're we're right in line with what you can do. And I was 59 the, on the 400 hurdle. So the video saved us, right? Yeah. Video is video. what is what saved us. So thanks, Tristan, for writing in. That was a good segment. What do you think of the segment? That was week? good. We did good. I think we're getting better at this. Before we know it, we'll just be psychics and we'll know down to the hundredth of a second. We need to go into the soundproof booth though and then write down our guesses. Although I think you yes. and I look at this thing from a similar perspective, because I you know, I have a number in my head and then you I don't want to agree with you, but I've been pretty close. It's actually fun when I have a number and then you say it something and I'm like, okay, thank God. I'm like, <laughs> I'm surprised with the, I mean, the, that's a tough, 400 hurdles to get that close to 400 hurdles. Yeah, I, yeah. I was a few seconds. It was all the 70 close. to 90% effort workout. Yeah. I was like, yeah, that's yeah. 59. How many hurdles? Five hurdles. Five, two over 200 meters. Yeah. It's definitely that's, 59. That's known as the great predictor for 400 meter hurdles. Also in high school running 400 meter hurdles, I mean, a lot of states just do, just do 300. All right. Is it time for YouTube comments? Colt's busy today. So, YouTube comments. So, someone said, Brian said, Brazier will never be on the 4x4 team for Worlds. That notion is ludicrous. Even though our 400-meter talent is not near, it's all-time best. You would need to run 44-2 in the open four to make the 4x4 squad. Yeah, I mean, he's run 150 right now. They're not getting ready to put him on a 4x4. He was out there running 143s. There'll be more of a case for it because you'd be like, all right, that's he's showing he's being world time in the 800. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, the only way he could do it though, if he just finds a way to run the 400 at USA's and gets eighth, then he's on at least the mixed four by four. So, never say never. Yeah, you're a big hey, they could run the four by four guy. You want to put everybody on a four by four who's not running the 400. Whether it's Grant Holloway or Donovan Brazier. That's been your passion for years now. Doesn't matter. I, I w- now I want to start are. putting. I think we could find a way to put uh, whatever the women's 4 by 4 Like now there's an argument. Now that Allison Felix is gone, and right, you still have Delilah, Sydney, and a thing, three non 400 meter runners. Mm-hmm. There are some other non 400 meter runners who could also now take that spot with Britton Wilson. And yeah. um, Abby Steiner. So that will be kind of wild. Again, because at least there was at least one athlete on that 4x4 at the Olympics that ran the 400. Yeah. If you now throw in an Abby or a Britton Wilson, now we'll have all four, none of them in the open four. Be kind of wild. I have to think someone's going to break through in that women's four eventually. It's got to happen. Same thing with the men's four, yeah. 400. There's going to be another guy. Like if Curly doesn't run, I guess the – the pick would be, you know, some combination of Cherry, Norman, and Ross. But Cherry's got the buy, so then you'd need a, another person there. I just, I have to believe there's going to be somebody who is a little bit off the radar right now, or who runs really well in NCAA's. Who we're like, oh, okay, that's the person. That's that's the hot hand right now. But yeah, I just think you got to take care of your individual event before you start thinking about a relay. And I think it was always a bit of a long shot, especially because you have to prove yourself to do it. You can't just say, Hey, this was my, I did this time in college three years ago. So yeah. the idea that he was going to ever run a, a 400 at USA's or late enough in the season to where you get a fast enough time to then get added on, I thought was always a long shot. And now, yeah, I think I agree with, I agree with the commenter because there's just so much depth you have to overcome in the U S if it was a different country. Sure. Whatever. Yeah. yeah. Next comment. Uh, Kevin, you, can you take that clock thing off? Uh, Cole, I can't see the comment. Is there, is there a way to take the clock thing off? I know people can't see that. Uh, this is about the, uh, yeah, I know, but I, I can't, this is from Wendigo. Kevin, you bungled this royally about the, oh, this is the Julian Alfred. Was it Windator? Yeah, no, I, I, listen, you know who said that he bungled it? Me in the middle of that segment in the video. I said, Hey, I screwed this one up completely because. I had said in the previous segment 
that Melissa Jefferson had the fastest wind aided time. And then the very next segment, it said, wait a minute, that's not right. Michelin Alfred's time was wind legal. And then I went on the T first thing and I said, why isn't this one here? And you said, well, that's because the other one was you faster because they count. You, you just messed time. up. You just messed up again just now. You just said that Melissa Jefferson had the fastest wind aided time. When legal it wasn't time. Wind-aided. Uh, yeah, when legal so it's time. like you're, you're, you're bungling up the, the unbungling. The cleanup. Yeah. yeah. Clean up in aisle cabin. And then I screwed it up again. But uh, <laughs> yeah, it was confusing. Again, I, I blame. I blame the descending Keith. order list. Should they include those times in there? I guess I guess you have to. You they, have to. They include it up to plus four point Yeah. Wonder how they decided that. I don't know. Flip the coin. Yeah. And it landed on the heads four times. So they're all right, four point I did I admit I screwed it up. I apologize. I issued a correction immediately. Hey, it's not as bad as Gordon saying Matthew Bowling had never won a NCAA title. That was definitely worse. So Let's just keep things. No one in remembers the indoor 2021 championships because I did. It was weird. We it was happening we at there. Cross. I wasn't there, so it doesn't count. Yeah, if I'm not at the meet, it doesn't count since gotcha. 2014. That's, that's the rules. All right. I don't. I don't write them. Those are just the rules. We got three more to get to. What the hell is a rabbit? Never seen where someone just quits, but I don't really watch it. Interesting. Big womp. <laughs> First of all, Big Womp, great name. Also, welcome to track and field. I appreciate you uh, trying to learn what a rabbit is. You know, Uh, what is a rabbit? I don't know. The idea of a rabbit is it? So the so the the race he was commenting on, I think rabbit was in the title because there was two races. Yeah, bizarre double rabbit. So you had the, the person who was there. We all knew was a pacer, but you don't typically see two pacers. In an 800, you know, 15 maybe on some really high level races, you see it, 5,000, yeah. But 800, to have someone in there that apparently nobody else in the field knew was a rabbit, because remember, when Yanni went around him, if he knew he was a rabbit, I think he would have stepped off to the inside or at least waited and then gone on the inside. So I don't think anybody knew what the heck was going on in that race. But yeah, that is, that is a rabbit, big womp. Why do they call it a rabbit? We know. I think it's a it's a horse racing callback, right? Because they have the, the or, or not? Sorry, is it? Uh, it's for like dog, dog racing. Is dog, dog racing, racing thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah oh yeah. There's okay. a little mechanical rabbit that the dogs would chase. Yeah. Dog horse. They should you know. do that. They should. I know we have this whole light wave light technology. They need to bring mm-hmm. out old school style mechanical rabbit attached to like a giant piece of metal. That's attached mm. to the track and it just swings around. That'd be freaking awesome. Screwed legend, the mascot. I want a <laughs> mechanical rabbit at track meet. There you go. Don't say that about legend. We're trying to meet legend. All right. Sorry. We're, legend. we're trying to get you on the pod. Legends. We'll be the first question you'd ask the legend. Do you think, do you think legend? I'll ask him, are you on any dating apps? I'd be like, like, is Ch- there like Ch- a, Ch- the is there a mascot What's only? Ches Bowerman. It's going to be Ches inside the, the mascot. That would be great. That would be cool. All right, we next should one. pull off a heist and steal the Bowerman. Uh, another comment from Chill Regular. Great name. Knighton isn't ready yet. I think he peaked early and is going to choke in the end. Ooh. Whoa. Whoa, 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 whoa. Whoa. What evidence do we Talk have? Talk about. What evidence do we have that he's going to do that? All he did. Well, what ed- what, hold on. What evidence does he have? What, ev- what evidence do we not have? Last year, both ways. Last year, he yeah, made the team and went and got fourth. He ran up to his ability in both races. He does that again this year. I think Chill Regular is is not giving Knight enough credit. I'll say that. Would you yeah, be surprised cool. if Ari Knight? Hey, Ari Knight ends up winning the title. Would you be surprised? Would you be surprised? Not. Yeah. I mean, I would be like, "Holy shit, that just happened!" Type surprised, like impressed, and like. Wow, we're witnessing something amazing type surprise, but I wouldn't yeah. be like, who is this guy? You know, but look, we're like, oh yeah, it, make, it makes sense, but it's still gonna be surprising. Take any other event though, take the fourth place person from the Olympics and then fast forward them into 2022 and they run an all time mark that's much faster than anybody else's run in the year. In any other event, you'd probably be, hey, that's, that's a favorite. 
not all events. If uh, who got, four, I'm trying to think of who got fourth. That's really a hard exercise. I could maybe not even that. I could say what. So you're saying every? How about this? To make it simple. Every not bronze it, not, medalist, not not literally every event, win, but because you know, look at the marathon. I guess you have to. I don't think Molly's title's going to win, like gold. Well, I guess you have to look at you have to look at the fact that he ran faster than any of his contemporaries have run. Let's just say that. Yeah. Obviously, Blake's Blake's run faster, but you know, because if you so if you did fourth place from from the hundred to the two hundred, they still have to compete against Elaine Thompson. Hurrah! But yeah. Knighton's time puts him with, you know, one person who's you know barely making finals at this point in his career, and then Bolt, Michael Johnson, who are both retired. So from that perspective, is what I'm saying. I think people we sometimes overthink this stuff, but again, not a shoe in. I underthink. Not a shoe in. I underthink a lot. I never overthink. I just underthink. We got one more Colt. Uh, this is from Gold Canine. This was posted on Sunday, five sixteen. This season is boring to be honest. No real matchup has happened. This is in response to Christian Coleman running in the Tokyo time around no one. I mean, you're not wrong. He's also not right, if that can make any sense. <laughs> I think there's been some exciting things that have happened so far. I mean, the Coleman versus Jacobs in the 60 indoors was not boring. That was pretty exciting. But I will say it hasn't been banger after banger after banger. But I also think we still have a chance to get the bangers. I think it's in, yeah. a, in a weird way, it feels like it's late in the season. It's also kind of early, right? There's only been one Diamond League so far. Right, right, right. I mean, people are going to be running all the way through September. So I think the bangers are going to come. Obviously, the most of the bangers are going to be really truncated in NCAA USA Worlds and Europeans, right? That's going to be where all the, the major bangers are going to be. But you're not wrong, but you're also not right because we just, it's like getting upset that we uh, – it's like comparing – Where's the game seven during in October for an NBA game? It's like, guys, it's early season. People are you're you're gonna get a right. couple highlights, a couple dunks, a couple fun blowouts and comebacks, but the real season starts later in the year. And I think the same thing for track. I think is he talking or just the comments are are they talking specifically about the hundred? Is that how you're responding to it? Or just track in I general? Think, um I'm assuming track in general, but then I'm putting it through the eyes of the, so, the, the sprints. Well, let's talk about the 100. Word, if Marcel Jacobs doesn't get food poisoning, then we, we would have seen idea. gold versus silver and then throwing in Omanyala in there. Yeah. In two days, right, we're going to see Bromel versus Omanyala versus DeGrasse. So you're getting a lot of the top 10 competing against each other. And then you have pre coming up at the end of the month, which is everybody. Basically, it's a pre-world championships. And think about the previous era. Think about the Bolt era. Was there any chance that we would see Bolt and Blake compete outside of the Jamaican championships? I mean, it was a very low probability. You know, Bolt and Gatlin, you go down through the line. So this is obviously a different era where more of these athletes are racing against each other. And then even on the, if you just want to stick to the women's side of things for the 100, you're going to see... You know, Fraser Price ran against Mboma. Elaine Thompson Raw is going to run against Gabby Thomas and Dean Asher Smith. Like, they're not, there's not this whole ducking thing going on. Yeah. And if they are, if they are, it's a little bit more low key. And there's so many other people that can fill their spot. It's not a big a deal. The 100 is not relying on one person being there to know anything about the event. And I think that's, it's a different type of, event because of it and in some ways it ends up being um more interesting for people just day in day out watching track obviously it doesn't have that high of peak without someone as as big as bolt in it but i've been it's been about what i've expected so far but i'm with you i think it's gonna it's gonna pick up and it's gonna be good because i don't think the incentives aren't gonna be in line for people to duck the incentives are gonna be for them to race each other Email the show. Leave more YouTube comments. We want to guess your PR. 
lowtrackpodcast at gmail.com. Like, subscribe. Yeah. We want to get to five thousand we want to get to fifteen thousand subscribers. I think we're at fourteen thousand right now. So it's just a thousand of you, just do one little thing and click the like button and subscribe button. That'll be great. And join. We'll do our bonus pods for you. So yeah. a lot of things going on. We're excited. Uh, this weekend, Diamond League will be doing a pod live after the Diamond League on Saturday. But we'll also do a preview show on Friday morning, 9 a.m. Thanks for listening. Kevin, any last words? No, thanks again for letting me use your house. Thanks to Colt and uh, Travis for producing. Yeah, Friday we'll have Internet Coach. So we can email in. Same email address, gmail.com. If you want Gordon's coaching advice. Um, and then we'll preview the second Diamond League meet of the year. I guess we will uh, – do you have any food in here, Gordon, in your house? Oh, boy. We can talk about – no, I don't have any food. Anybody want a tour of Gordon's fridge? No, we don't we want a tour of Gordon's fridge. If we get to 15,000 subscribers, you get a tour of Gordon's fridge. Don't say that. I mean, my fridge is not that entertaining. It's actually kind of well, – yeah. We don't well, – don't put that in my fridge. That's what makes it entertaining. I know we're not to 15,000 yet. That, that was my YouTuber impression. The, the condiment slash drink to food ratio is very high. The only thing in my fridge is drinks and condiments. How many days a week do you cook? How many days a week do you cook? 0. 0.5? 0. 0.75? Wow. Yeah. And then you order out or go out to eat every other day? Time? Yeah, I don't go out to eat. I don't. I don't go fine dining and sit down at a restaurant. I, mean, I don't know. Wait, um, wait, wait. Hold no, on. I mean, uh, I also like. I can order something and then eat it over two day period. Like I ordered a pizza. I see it two days it's ago. It's still out there. It's, no, <laughs> the it's, empty, it's an empty box, but it was a big eighteen inch yeah. pizza, and that lasted three meals. That lasted for lunch, dinner one day, and then lunch the next. So that's like all right, three meals and one, one thing like that. Hold on. Cole, uh, chime in here. Are you surprised yeah. by the 0.5 number? No, I respect it. I, I'm kind of in the same boat as Gordon here. I think you just don't get it, Kevin. You have kids. You're on a different, you're yeah. on a different level. You don't cook at all either, Cole? You're younger. No. You got, you got <laughs> energy. Time. No? A lot of time. But that, that number also can become like, I'll cook maybe one week three times, but then the next week I'll do it none. So like, you know, average is out. 0.5 See, even pre-kids, even pre-kids, I wasn't going out or i wasn't ordering that much but yeah then the again, thing is like pre-kids was there like doordash and seamless and favor and uber eats it's so no. easy yeah, yeah you're saying because of convenience i would have done it more maybe i could hear that yeah. argument i don't think i ever would have gotten to 0. 0.5 maybe it would have been like 50 percent of the time i mean i was i was going out to eat maybe like twice a week tops like on the high end so i was very money conscious you know well it's like i go and Order tacos and it's like ten bucks. All right. Yeah. I'll just get two nicely made tacos instead of making my own tacos. I don't want to do that. I'll I think you and Colt. Tacos. I think you and Colt need to go out to eat together. Is what I'm hearing here. You guys, neither of you guys are going to cook. So well, we're going out to eat tomorrow, right? We're going to we're going to oh, barbecue, yeah. Texas barbecue. Yeah. Well, I didn't know. See, that's special for me because that doesn't happen for you. It's just another it's special day for me life. too. I don't get bar. Or I don't go out go, to get yeah. barbecue. Not cooking doesn't mean you're eating like fifty dollar meals. Not cooking just means. Oh, I know. I see simple the pizza. Twenty thousand subscribers and Gordon cooks uh, during an episode of the Flow Track Podcast. Okay. Yeah. All right. Fair. Do a cooking show. Remember when I did a cooking show at Flow? Were you here when I did that? No. Thankfully not. No. It was bad. It was gotta... really bad. I was running out of Why content did... ideas, so I made a cooking show. It just didn't go well. Wait, what? Why? Who thought that was a good idea? Me. I thought it was a good idea. I think what it's was a good the idea. Con- what was the connection show. to track? You would watch it? The connection to track, it wasn't, there was, I had to come up with a fun episode and it was over the holidays. And so I, react, I recapped like a week of track and field while making a frozen pizza. Oh, it was an episode of, it was Run Junkie, but you just cooked. Yeah. It was like 17 minutes of me making a frozen pizza, and I thought it was hilarious. And then Lincoln was like, Gordon, that was, that was you not You could have picked good. anything other like than a frozen funny. pizza. That's like the least intensive cooking. Wait, 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 wait. wait, wait. Put it in the oven so, and watch it. 
So Lincoln played humor goalie on that one? It was like, no. Nope. Yeah, he was like, Gordon, that was a fail. That was a mess. I was like, all right, respect. I won't do it again. <laughs> Did, you Did you get any yeah, other feedback? Yeah, I got a couple. Like, yeah, they're like, Gordon, what are you doing? So, so I was all negative. That's why you said it didn't work. It was all negative. It's all negative. <laughs> I missed this. Is this publicly available still? Is it on the internet? Yeah, you so? can find the episode somewhere. Don't, right. We don't need to watch it back. Find it on, yeah, find it on, uh, bad, on our website, and you guys too, can send it to us. Too bad Travis isn't on still. He'd pull it up in like 12 yeah, seconds. All right. It. I found it. Well, Do you wanna, hold on. I found it. Oh, you, you found did? it? What? Well, yeah. Pull it up. Pull One it up. Sec. I have to re- I've got to reframe stuff. Hold on. I wonder if, I wonder if people re-frame? are still watching. Is anybody still watching the pod? No one's watching this pod. We're in the... Yeah. You look we like appreciate you're you for coming. 16 years old in this... I'm... <laughs> Jesus. I'm skinny. That's why I look young. <laughs> look at the I'm jacket skinny. inside. I'm into my parents' old house. Ooh, so yeah, I'm putting the Slagowski some, just broke four in the mile. Some some B roll. Okay. I'm putting sounds... wing sauce on my. <laughs> but what was the like? Why was that the hook? Like I don't understand. Well, was I think pizza? everyone was a different ingredient. Like I made the pizza better because I put like wing sauce on it. That was like my difference. Uh, cutting it? That was good. Like I said, Slagowski, you're the spicy sauce. Whatever. I do look young. I need to get to that weight. That's my goal. 10 more pounds. So, But you did this for right, 17 minutes. No, 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 keep it going. I, I want to do... Oh, we're not. We're done. We got to end the pod. We got... Wait, I got so you made... out of my house. That's the end Wait, of the so video, you pretty put, much. You put wing sauce on top of a frozen pizza? Yeah. Do you actually do that, or was that just part of? No, I was bored at my house, and I was like, "Mom, I'm hungry," because I, I was home for the oh, holidays. You live at home, and I was, oh, I, was, I was just trying to. Yeah, I was home for the holidays. I was just trying to <laughs> do something <laughs> there it is. fun, and it was great. What did your mom track. think of the idea? When when your mom, I think she's was... the one filming. I think she's filming. Oh, really? <laughs> oh gosh, <laughs> your mom! You drug your mom into your worst content idea. Or top ten yeah, worst like my idea. Film for work. Yeah, you do not, dude. You need to use a spatula there or something, man. That's just. Nah, you don't need a spatula. Look at that. Oh man, Look, I almost fell off. Good. That's not a great way to remove pizza from another. All, All right. right, we got we got to let Colt go. He's just put up yeah, with us. We got to let everyone go. Subscribe, All right. like, subscribe. See you guys.